guy says, oh, you know what I do? I just get relaxed and nonchalant, and then I just observe everything that's happening. But he didn't see that the identity was already in place. The one who got nonchalant was an appearance that wasn't being observed, let's say, yes? That appearance was assuming all the other appearances. <laughs> and it, you take the light off of that by saying all the others are appearances, yeah? It's like the one Ramana said, this is just gonna go off tonight, yeah? It's not gonna be just uh, 12 steps, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna go there that much today. I'm gonna go while it, what you'll, see today I was at a meeting and uh, it was an interesting thing. The guy just picked out one little sentence and it said, uh, that it says in Bill's story about uh, the meetings are there, the meetings are held frequently so people who are seeking uh, fellowship will find it. Yeah. Now what I found is when I was out there, I didn't know what I was seeking. I thought I knew, but I only, the only way I found out, the only way was finding out. Yeah. So I was in this program called the Lancing Street for two years and I started to realize something wasn't there, you know, that I probably, something I was missing something. Yeah. So what I did is I asked the oldest people there. Now remember, Delancey Street had his, used to put out brochures about their success rate, and it was like 99.8% of people successfully stayed away from drugs and alcohol, but you had to read the fine print. You could never leave Delancey Street. That was the requirement. If you stayed in this little institutional setting, maybe you would be able to stay sober. Yeah, so I wasn't that keen on that idea. So I was, uh, so, but I was looking around. I felt like there's something that's missing. Either I'm missing it or Delancey Street doesn't have it. So I decided to ask the oldest people that live there, not age, but people who've been there like for 28 years, 30 years. And I asked them, and they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. You know, some kind of spiritual solution, whatever. Yeah, I had no idea. So then I decided to work out and I left there because they wanted me to stay five more years. I said, no, I don't. Is there any other options? Worked out, I graduated in two years. So now I go back out and then 10 months later I find AA recovery and that's what I was looking for. I didn't know it, but when I found it, I knew it, yeah? And this is usually the case with all this stuff. So the idea, and after a few months of going to recovery, I start feeling something, a, a sense of well-being, or I don't know what, something that had been missing, and then I came to the term, oh, this is what belonging feels like. So I found a, a tribe that I could identify somewhat with, I'm not a great joiner, but I, you know, I could sort of be on the periphery and still be included, which I like. So then I started to feel something, so I found out the name came later, you know? I didn't have this, oh, I had no idea what belonging meant, really. I had to have an experience or a sense of it to get an idea of it. And that's been the way it goes, yeah? So the idea of surrender, if, there, if you don't have a, an event that sort of brought about one, then all you can do with this is conceptualize it. And conceptualizing it ain't gonna work. It's not gonna produce, uh, a real ease and comfort in oneself. It's not gonna 
it's not going to be applicable, basically. You'll have many topics that you're not being surrendered over, and therefore your head will be trying to manage them, and you will have that effect of anxiety and a fear that things weren't, aren't going to go well, because they haven't when you've been managing. So you can't get out of it. But then something happens, you get an event, and that event shows you something, and maybe there's a loose term, surrender. So now you can entertain surrender. Because you have a taste of it, yeah? So you can entertain it from then on, yeah? No, you don't need concepts about it. You don't need any kind of description of it. You're living it. Something happened, and you saw that you weren't managerial quality, and it opened you up to the strong possibility of there's a power that can do for you what you can't do for yourself. And then basically you just expand on what you can't do for yourself, really. More and more gets revealed on that level. But it's the basis was, I'm not managerial quality. Yeah. Now I didn't know what was, but I knew I ate. So that opened me up. And the same thing with this, these ideas. These ideas go in, hopefully they, get, they bypass whoever you think you are, the mental defenses, which is the act of being identified as the hero of the message. As soon as the hero hears the message, it neuters the message, it changes it. It goes like that in the blink of an eye. You can't get in front of it. As the hearer, you're not going to get before that. It's going to, because you come after. There's hearing, and then there's the claiming of the hearing, and then that implies a hearer. The hearer isn't going to get before the hearing. That's why you hear a lot of shit you didn't want to hear. <laughs> because what's hearing it is way before you, yeah? So the hearing occurs, then you show up and go, I didn't want to see that, but you saw it. You know? I didn't want to think that, but there was these, you heard the thoughts. Yeah? So there's, this, there's always this sense of powerlessness, and it's very frustrating because there's an assumption you have power. Because you're crowned as the hearer of everything, the thinker of everything, the doer of everything, then why can't you fucking control your thinking, your hearing, and your doing? It seems like there's a certain a bit of power that is, is, be, be, is be given to you, bestowed upon you when you're the doer of things. When you're the source, you think like the effects should be affected by the cause, you know what I mean? But basically, your mistake, you're an effect. And then other effects cause you a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's what happens. You think you're the thinker of the thoughts, and then the thoughts can own you. <laughs> you don't think when you were three or four and you had thoughts? You had thoughts, but they weren't yours. Yeah, there was thoughts happening, and they didn't own you. They didn't ruin your fucking whole day. Yeah, I mean, you get over things in like 10 minutes. You'd flip out, and then be like nothing ever happened. Your parents would be bummed out for a few days, but you could care less. You were out playing again. Yeah, there was a certain ever-present possibility because certain conditions hadn't gotten strong yet. Yeah? And it's not the thoughts, it's the thinker of them. It's not the thoughts. I have total immunity to your thoughts. I do. <laughs> I, can, I can see you flipping out, but they're not going to cause me to flip out. Flip out, but the same thoughts held as mine have the ability to flip me out. They're not the thoughts. The thoughts are a vehicle. Something puts the impact into them. Yeah, the car of thought cannot drive through a wall. With your belief, it can drive through a wall. Yeah. So the bondage of self 
is an activity. I think that's why we're missing it. We think it's like, well, you know, January 21st, 1983, I was bonded to self. <laughs> I lived out the sentence for 20 years. I was freed October 12th. You know, it's not like that. It's an activity going on all day. If the attention and interest is, behold, is given to it, it's going to seem as real as real can be. And so you're going to take a lot of false evidence to be real. You know? And then you're going to react to that false evidence as real, and you're really going to get fucked. <laughs> because it is, it's false evidence. Yes? Fear of false evidence appearing real. Where is that happening? In your elbow? In your knee? No, in your head, in the thought system. The thought system keeps <laughs> constantly, constantly propagandizing all day. And we're sitting there not having no clue what's going on, so we just take them to be so. Hey, sounds like me. <laughs> Must be true. Yeah. If you heard if the same stuff that was broadcasted and they had a disclaimer, these are Stanleys, you would have an immunity to it. You would. You could have tons of Stanley's thoughts and they wouldn't push you to an action probably. But just a few thoughts of yours can cause you to do something that jackpots you for the next 50 years. I know someone who killed somebody in a blackout, has 45 years to go over it, can never go over the event that affected the next 45 years. He was, can't remember. Yet he's in prison for 45 years. I mean, these are the kind of the effects that thoughts can produce if they're, if they're driven by my thoughts. We saw a movie the other day, a couple weeks ago, called Mustang. It was about their, they had this wild horse program for this prison in Nevada. So some of the prisoners could start working with the horses, and of course, like all those movies, yes, the hardened prisoner gets weak, softened by the horse, you know. Beautiful, but there's one anger management meeting in the prison, and the, the, the leader of it's asking each one, well, you know, think about what brought you to this prison. How much, how much time was there before you had the thought and doing it? And the person says, half a second. <laughs> one person said, 22 seconds. Weird. Says, no, no mid-time at all. In other words, they immediately reacted. It was an immediate reaction to something that was broadcast. That guy's fucking with me. And, yeah, and now they're in prison for 12 years. And they went over, it was pretty interesting. One and a half seconds. How are you going to get before that if you come after it all? You'll think, I shouldn't have done that, but you really had no say in the matter. Yeah, Something was in the right setting, the right circumstances, and it came out. Yeah, and you basically are left holding the bag, really, for the 40 years, trying to rationalize it. Or try. Why did I do that? Because based on the idea, you had to have done it. You did it. You, you were moved to do it, but you didn't do it. That you came after the doing. Yeah. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. How are you going to go anywhere if you don't even see the movement of time? If you don't see time moving everything. It's like, it's like, it's the magic trick. It's like, you know, where the guy does his wand, that's the time. Time is like the magician's wand. It just says that which comes after is implied to be before. Now all the verbs have a noun before them when the noun is derived from the claiming of the verbs. The verbing, the seeing, 
is used by the head, I don't know what part of it, I don't even care, but there's a claiming of the seeing to imply the seer. That's what it does. There's a claiming of thoughts to imply the thinker. There's a claiming of feelings to imply the feeler. Now this is amazing, because there's gonna to be tons of feelings throughout the day, throughout the month. But every one of those feelings is gonna be used to imply one feeler, only one feeler, being reflected by all the claiming of all the feelings. Just one feeling. So strong that even when you've had a history of addiction and you were led to recovery and you were introduced to the first step and the first statement of the first step, which is you were powerless over alcohol and drugs, let's say. Now that's like you're dancing with a gorilla and you're gonna stop when the gorilla wants to stop. You don't have much say in the matter if you're an addict, if you ingest shit. Yeah, you're apt to do almost anything. That's just the fact for some of us. Yeah? So you're powerless. So powerless means it's sort of like, you know, hmm. Yet, today, people have recovered somewhat from addiction and alcoholism, but they haven't recovered from the selfing because they still are harvesting, they're still at the effect of a lot of harvesting of guilt and shame based on what you believe you did out there when you were loaded. Yet, it says in our book that you were powerless. Where's the relief? Where's the forgiveness? Something must be stronger that you don't know. The sense of being the doer is so strong, it will <coughs> keep claiming shit it had nothing to do with. Yeah? You can be taken over by a demon, and you would be the biggest disguise of the demon because you would call all the manifestations of the demons yours. The demon would have fucking carte blanche to do whatever it wanted through you, and you would be claiming to be, I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. Where, how can you not see that something has possessed this possibility and has taken you over and it's using you for transportation. There's gotta be a strong, stubborn, the original to me addiction, which is the addiction of being the doer, the feeler, the thinker, the haver, the loser, yeah? The both opposites, yeah? Your face is on both sides of the coin of duality. You know, both sides are stamped on it, yeah? And then it's so weird in recovery. People come into recovery, and then I just wasn't even going to speak about it, and I did. That's how much I have to say, control over the fucking thing. Really, yeah? I pronounced I wasn't going to mention it, and then I'm all into it now. Because I have, I have no idea what's going on either. But I do know what's moved through this for many, many years, and I do know where that is from, in a sense, and I have utmost mm, whatever about it. So here, this always blows my mind also. So people enter recovery, and then there's a great idea that's presented, which is turn your will and life over to care of higher power. Then when things start getting good, you give credit to the higher power a lot. You know, God's doing it, and everyone's now in that flow. No, something is doing for me what I can't. Yes, doing for myself. But they don't apply that to the God that had that happened before the fucking program. The God of alcoholism. 
they're still taking all the fucking blame for what they did there. They're not giving it, they're not giving the credit to the alcoholism for the blame and all the shit that happened in their life. They're not using the same principle. So they know the principle. It's not like they can't apply it. But for some reason, all that shit that came through, all the fuck ups, everything, they take completely theirs, basically. Yet now all the good that's happening, they're very clear of, and clean about it. Oh, God's doing it and very and a lot of gratitude. Why can't it be applied the opposite? Because you didn't see the first fucking God, nor have you seen it. You didn't see the parasitical movement. You didn't see that which dominated you. And the same, the same effect, the gratitude that arises, yes, by seeing all this good shit and you don't have anything to do with it, forgiveness would arise if you sued all that bad shit and you had nothing to do with it. Another effect would occur. They would be almost reflections in a dualistic manner. Forgiveness would come from all the shit that you thought you did when there was a realization you would have done it to anyone unless you could physically be stopped, yeah? Just as you're enjoying the gratitude that comes from enjoying things and not taking credit for it. Why are we so indebted, and I don't believe it's us, it's the head. Why are we we're so indebted to taking credit for the shit that happened while possessed now we're possessed by a higher power. We're giving it all the praise. Why not fuck in the other way? Or, in a sense, that's still dominating us. It's still guarding us, in a way. To the point where there's a statement in recovery. It says, you got to be clear. And this is applies to everything. Because really, what people say in AA, first you, you come in to stop the drinking, and then you stay to stop the thinking, basically. Because the thinking precedes the drinking, yes? The problem resides in the head, and everyone seems to have it, because the head, the malfunctioning of the system we're all saddled with, which is self-centeredness, is that it's a failed system. Yeah, it can't see past its proverbial nose, yeah? It pontificates, forecasts, so much shit's happened to me that I had no idea was gonna happen to me. <laughs> like, the second before. You're basically <laughs> walking in the dark all day. And then after the fact, then it has all the information. Oh, I coulda, shoulda, I coulda told you so. What? Oh yeah, I knew you were gonna go to jail if you did that. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It comes and piles on after the fact. So the addiction to the head, everyone has. Alcoholism and, and drug addiction and sex addiction and food addiction, all it does is amplify some of those qualities that the selfishness, the self-centeredness, the identification of self portrays, yeah? They're just like, you know, you have a little bit of jealousy, you drink and use, you're up on stalking charges in a few months. You know, you go extreme. It takes the shit. And then maybe you have a certain energy, you put alcohol and drugs in, and it's like a dog whistle to people in authority. <laughs> you fucking attracting cops wherever you are. You can't believe it. How the fuck did they know I was here? You know what I mean? Because of being, being, being. So.
you know, it was so bad that a little bit of good is more than enough, but the ceiling is way higher. Yeah, you can understand the word serenity and no peace. You can enjoy peace of mind. The con you can sense the conscious presence, yes? All of those things are available at all times. They're really inherent conditions, yeah? All you need to do is sort of, and you can't produce it, there's gotta be an extraction of interest and attention from the mental fucking narration. Now, the narration can't extract the narration, the interest, because that would be interest in it, yeah? So that which is playing God can't quit playing God, that would be playing God. It can't, it doesn't work. So we know that, or as we say in recovery, self can't get out of self. You better find that out. You know, self can't get out of self. So that which you're not, trying to get out of what it's not, is more of that which you're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you get. You don't get less, you get more. The more it wants to get out of itself, the more you're in it. Yeah, that's the little weird thing. You think it should work another way, it doesn't. Yeah? You're more in by constantly trying to get out, really. <laughs> like here, this says exit, but really it's an entrance, yeah? <laughs> All the doors have exits on them, but when you enter it, you just another door. You just go on and on and on and on. You're never getting out, because the in is exit. <laughs> and I learned this the hard way, in a way. It was a rude awakening to see the, uh, <laughs> to see your role in things. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. That it's sort of like we were talking in Toronto, wherever I was. Here we are in a duality thing. So there's a sense of consciousness, yes? And then there's what you are, let's say, awareness, giant field. So let's say you get a glimpse of what you are through the consciousness. So there it is, yeah. It's like, but the thing is, what's really happening is here you are, and there's a mirror, and you're seeing what you are as something other than yourself. And the mirror is being held by you, and then this this identification as you, not noticing you're that which you're seeing, yeah, is the obscuring agent. So you're always trying to go through the smoke with the host, but every time as you move forward, it keeps moving because it's always arm's length because you're holding the mirror. <laughs> you don't realize you're using what you're looking for to find what you're looking for. I just got a glimpse. <laughs> Like, why can't I get there? Because the getting there is the obscuring fucking agent. Yeah? So, that, what you're getting, a, seeing a glimpse of, you can't really see anymore now, is what you are, is what's looking. We're using what's looking to find what's looking. Yes. Or as a great master, Hoang Po, says, you're using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah? And I don't understand, see, so let's say, supposedly Hoang Po laid this on a group of people, you know, in China, had a talk. And so maybe there was like 10 people there, maybe, I don't know, who knows. So let's call them Adam, Bill, Steve, Mary, Phyllis, whatever. So he does, he's looking at Adam, Bill, Steve, Mary, Phyllis, and he's, but he doesn't see Adam, Bill, Steve, Mary, Phyllis, I'm going to try to remember the name. He sees the Buddha, yes? He sees the Buddha, he doesn't see what can be seen. He's seeing what's seen. He's not seeing the scene. Yes? He's seeing, let's say, the spirit as them. 
Right? So then he's talking seemingly to Bill, at least Bill thinks he's talking to Bill, but the Hawaiian Po isn't talking to Bill because he's talking to the Buddha. He sees Bill as an obscuring activity, yeah, that's causing the Buddha to not realize that it's the Buddha, to the point that it's looking for itself as Bill, all the while being the Buddha. So there's a simple correction. He throws the message not to Bill, he, because he's, Bill's probably showed up a number of times. He realized that's not working. So he tries to throw it to the Buddha, which is everywhere, so he can't miss. And then the Buddha, so the Buddha hears, hey, you can't use yourself to find yourself. That's clear. The Buddha goes, what? And there's a pause. Yes, and the Buddha goes, I don't know, find out what the Buddha does. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the cool thing. All you want to do is trigger that pause, so that the Buddha isn't looking for itself through Bill, yes? It sees Bill as what it's not, and then it finds out it's the Buddha, yeah? By seeing it's not Bill is, quote-unquote, how he finds out that it's the Buddha. He doesn't find out it's the Buddha by studying it's the Buddha as Bill. <laughs> because Bill will keep thinking, I cannot fucking possibly be the Buddha because I'm Bill. <laughs> You know, no matter how much I try to commit, I'm the Buddha, I'm the Buddha, it's Bill chanting it, yes? It's not getting through, so to speak. It seems to stop at where Bill is, and it's not, it's not bleeding through to the, to the Buddha. But Bill's very, very fucking sincere. He, so he's chanting, I'm the Buddha, I'm the Buddha, I'm the Buddha, but it's reinforcing Bill, unbeknownst to Bill. Yeah? So now the message goes, no, it's not to Bill. It's to the Buddha. Ah, now the Buddha hears it's not Bill, and basically it's true. <laughs> he's, it's not Bill. It's not like he's got to make a big leap out of Bill. It just sees it's not in Bill. <laughs> and he goes, okay. Now Bill goes on. Bill's included in everything in the dreaming, and it does. But Bill's ability to obscure the Buddha is gone now. Because now the Buddha isn't it hasn't been made into an object that Bill wants to find. It's realized that what's been looking all the time, quote unquote, as Bill, is the Buddha. And in a sense, the Buddha was look, using itself to find itself. It's been corrected, yes? The horse is in front of the car, fucking something finally makes sense. Really clear sense. To the point it takes no time to make the sense. It just turned. And then you just see, it's almost like a leaf, a, a tree that can do one of those shivers. All the leaves that are, on, they just fall off. Yeah? And then that which you couldn't see through becomes clear. It is like, and uh, maybe it'll put an end to certain things that you thought were going to be your whole life story. Really, like spiritual seeking. You may put an end to that like in a second. It's mind-boggling, yeah? All those meditation pillows, you're thinking, Let's have a garage sale. What about all these books, self-help books? I fucking can't get nothing out. I got nothing out of them. I want to get some money out of them now. Sell it at the garage sale. All this stuff. And so something is just, it's just how I got struck sober. I got struck sober, and I never drank a year since, 31 years. Never even had a th strong thought or a feeling. It never fell into my circle of solution ever again. It really didn't. I couldn't have done it. It's, I'm just I'm just reporting the effect, really. I had nothing to do with it. But I can observe it, and I can observe that something, something happened to the action figure. 
And something went in and took that radioactive isotope of urge out of it, I don't know. And then the thoughts got dialed down and uh, I almost feel like guilty at meetings because I haven't done much, <laughs> very little, <laughs> to stay sober. I really, I mean, I did a lot, you know, I did service like that, but I, the, the hard work was done in a second. I haven't never had a strong thought or an urge. I had a lot of other dysfunctions that I had to see, you know, because they were disguised, not well, but they were disguised by all my fucking, you know, immediate drug addiction, and those had to be corrected, but that, that gnawing fucking act was gone. What the hell? You know, do I want to just categorize it as that? Oh, there's only one miracle in my life. No, <laughs> miracles are fucking possible. <laughs> like a guy said, what is it? I, I don't re uh He says he relies on miracles, basically, and that's been the case in my experience, yeah. And it's a sense-felt stuff. It's not conceptual. You don't really, the conceptual realm is, is trying to fill what you don't know, really. You're trying to make things that you can only find out something you know conceptually. They don't hold water here, they don't. They're like bald tires, they're not gonna get you anywhere. Yeah? So this idea, yeah, allow, it's in already. I believe the spiritual subpoena is served even while you're watching the door to make sure you don't get served. You're served already, because it's not to you. It really isn't. You have, you're like, you're on a very small need-to-know <laughs> point. You don't need to know much, but it's just the hearing of it, yeah? Just the hearing of it has already succeeded. And then let it cook, see what happens. Yeah. And then we have tons of information. We do. We basically have the same talk a thousand times. Really. I mean, I, it's sort of like um, I learned one note and I've just jazzed around it. My whole career is based on one theme. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. And then just riffing, 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 riffing. It's the easiest job. <laughs> and one of it's gonna, you know, I, I truly have faith that it's or it doesn't even have to get through. It already is there. You know that we sometimes talk about how dormant the parasite can be. Well, what you are can seem to be dormant here, but it's never gone. Yeah, it's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary, other than the ones you believe. And a lot of life is about disbelieving the shit you believed to be between you and you, really. Yeah, because there's, there's no requirements to be what you are. There's a lot of requirements of what you do, maybe, and what you have. If you have a house, there's requirements. You have, if you do this sport, there's requirements. But for being, there's no requirement necessary. You are it, yeah? You're being it now. It never, you never knocked in, and you never not will. It's just always available all the time. And then there's this activity here, to which I feel is dreaming, really. It's, it's just a little thin, little wafer-like stream of, of audio and visual <laughs> going over a massive 
massive, 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 brilliant, whatever. <laughs> it's just this tiny little wafer of stuff. And it only, it's important, get, it's like one breath, 90 years, you know, you can, that's what you get. One breath of this impossibility. Oh. <laughs> it's going to end and it's going to be like it never happened. Literally, just like when you go to sleep tonight. Today will be, there won't even been a today. Was there really? Is there any today really noted? Oh, well, before we enter the dreaming, remember today. No, this dreaming gives you a whole fucking other place. Usually you see things as bodies, so the same mental programming stays there, yes? You see things as bodies, but in fact, you get a real big break every day. And if, it's amazing if we think we're the center of the universe. We're out to lunch like one-third of the time every day. Eight hours of sleep. <laughs> you would think if you were that important, they'd need you awake all the time. All the time. Basically, I think the best shit happens when you're not aware. <laughs> So the idea of non-duality is an idea, but it may be introduced as that, but it may be a fact for you, yeah? Not for you, as you know. So, but the idea is what you first get, so to speak. And if the idea seems novel, it is. It's a very novel idea because it's really questioning the, the framework of what we call reality, in a sense. And so you've heard the word duality, yes? Duality, two-sidedness, like hot, cold, yes, no, this, that, close, far, connected, disconnected, yes? This is called duality. And then closer to this is dualism, which is subject-object, yes? So sometimes you feel like you're the subject, like you're the thinker, so you're doing the thoughts, and sometimes you're that which is thought about, you're an object, yes? So it plays as, it goes, it fluctuates between these two subject-objectness, yes? Now, non-duality is just a negation of that. Not a denial, like, not that, no, it's a negation. It just says not to. There's no subject-object, and in a sense, there's no realness in duality. It's an appearance, or a dreaming, or a dream, let's say, yeah? And the dreaming is really, if you follow the dream back, it goes to us. And to us is this subject-objectness. Yeah. So it's very confusing because the subjectness, from the mental point of view, is seen as, as an attribute of the object. So you believe you're the one who's conscious. You believe you're seeing. Your mental state implies that you're the seer. And, it's, and it pictures you as a seer, as a body, yeah? So the body, the object, is now becoming the one who has the attributes of subjectness, when all there is is subjectness, yeah? So there's a, it's a little bit of a mistake, so to speak. So now we're looking at the object as that which is subject. <laughs> to the point you're trying to become spiritual as a body, really, yeah? <laughs> That's how extreme it gets. And you must have run into this problem with, uh, you know, your, the, the, the 
The day of sobriety is contingent on the maintenance of your spiritual condition. It's very hard to maintain a spiritual condition as a body. <laughs> it seems to slough off pretty easily. <laughs> you can do like a month of a retreat and then it dissipates in about a day, <laughs> a few hours. So the ratio isn't good. You know, a lot of application, very little adhesion. <laughs> so this point is maybe you're not a body. You know? I'm not saying there isn't an appearance of body. I'm just maybe I'm, that subjectness of you that's being called the body, maybe that isn't the body. That's all. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So then, all right. So maybe then instead of the seer, maybe I'm the seeing. Yeah. So now you feel just sort of like I spoke about it today at this meeting. You get the little glass of water from the Colorado River and you go home and you put a little sign in Colorado River. But you've lost something. You know, the rivering. Yeah. It's, it's just a glass of water. There's no, the Colorado River is rivering, it's verbing. Yes, that's the juice of it. So, the seer, the hearer, the feel, the taste, the toucher is sort of like bottled water, yeah? Now the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is living, and that's what's happening. Yeah, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. That actually comes first, and the idea of being the seer comes after. Yeah, so why not just get the horse in front of the car, instead of putting the car in front of the horse, yeah? So that which comes after isn't seen. <laughs> the seer isn't seen. I'm telling you right now, the hearer isn't hearing. It's been it's been affirmed to be the confirmed to be the hearer tons of times, but it's not the hearing. It isn't. It's an idea about the hearing. Yeah, it's not the hearer hearing. So there's hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling, and then there's noticing of thoughts. Yeah, you're not noticing thoughts. There's a noticing of thoughts, and then the head says it implies you. So suddenly, there's thoughts being noticed, and then there's a, but I'm the one who's noticing the thoughts. No, you're not. There's noticing of thoughts. Yeah. Beautiful, really. Just seeing of birds, hearing of notes, tasting of food, you know. Being the taster, tons of fucking opinions. <laughs> being the seer, fucking tons of opinions. I didn't want to see that, but again, you're powerless because the seeing comes first. So wouldn't you like, wouldn't, let's say, let's say one day you realize you were driving backwards most of your life. <laughs> you think you were going ahead. Wouldn't it be nice to try to see, see it, actually have the horse in front of the car, really? Have that which is before, before, and that which is after, after, just for once, instead of having that which is after, before, because when that which is after is before, it has to seemingly forget the before. And it even doubles up on that by conceptualizing the before from the what after. So now you're looking for what's looking. What's looking has been conceptualized, you have it here, and now you're looking for it, but you are what's looking. Yeah, you are that. That's the beauty of the message. And then AA, it's a perfect way to, is to uh, express it. AA is a great path, and this will help illuminate it, tell you the truth. And I think AA has done the corrections in your life pretty much. You're not fucking a rabid dog anymore. 
shit like that. If you stick with the principles, the action figure will probably stay out of trouble. Now you're free to entertain other possibilities. You're out of the survival mode and maybe you can see, hey, what would it be like, you know? And then maybe you'll be able to abandon all your old ideas because they're not yours. That's the best way. See, if they're yours, how can you... See, this is another thing that gets me. And maybe I have the wrong definition. So it says you have to abandon yourself to God. Now, if I abandoned me, I would still be there, right? I mean, when we were out there running around in San Francisco, we'd have beaters, and then we'd run into a tree, like up in the Ashbury area. And then we just abandoned the car. We just walk away because we didn't have any rego or insurance. We just fucking abandoned the car. <laughs> walk away. I can abandon something that I'm not. I can leave something that I'm not. I can't leave what I am. How am I going to abandon me? I'd still be there. Yeah? So the way I see those sentences, you're abandoning what you're not, which is self. So I'm abandoning myself, which is the act of being identified as it. I'm abandoning myself over to God. Yeah. I can abandon this because it's not me. I can leave this and go. I can't leave this as this and go as this. Yeah. I, that would be self trying to get out of self. Yeah. I can, I can tell you eight turns of the Chinese thumb torture. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> and then I can tell you the narration that will be in each one. You're getting closer, you're going to get out. Just more effort. <laughs> or, who got me into <laughs> there's, there's not an infinite amount of narrations. You can see about seven of them, and then they're basically the same theme. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's playing in your head is very small, very like a tape, it has a very small loop. It changes like settings and a couple of nouns, but it's the same thing. 20 women have left you, they all have different names, so they think they're all different experiences. It's the same fucking pattern. <laughs> looks exactly the same, but there's a palm tree in this one. <laughs> no, no, that's all I need is one difference. <laughs> then you'll run into the problem. <laughs> the problem is not like any other problem I ever had. I worked with a guy, he was famous for the problem. So every few months he'd have the problem, and you couldn't, it couldn't off, he couldn't learn from anyone because it was so unique. No one had the but I said, this sounds just like the 2017, the problem, <laughs> and the 2016, because I worked with them for all these years, and 2015, you've had about 30 the problems. Which one is, you don't realize you're the fucking problem. <laughs> how many more do you need to, how many the problems do you need to find? Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> uh, if you see what you're not, that's what you are. And that's the sense of it. The sense is just, you see the activities that are used to imply a you, really. A you. 
when they're taken to be true, it's now you, and then the you gets coronated as me. And then you're in a terminal, unique little bubble where you really believe that no one understands you, really. No one's done the things you've done, no one thinks like you. There's very, very little light in there, even though you are the source of light. Yeah? It's very difficult to get out of the me as the me, but you can see the production of a you. Yeah, way before the coronation, there's a subtle assumption constantly reinforced, you, 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 reinforced a lot with the language, as the doer, as this and that. If you see it there, there won't be any coronation pageantry. Because as soon as you have the crown, there's a heavy investment in the me. You may not want to take the crown off, yeah? But if you just see you as a you, just like many other yous, there's a freedom available there. There's a lot of space there. And I think if you breathe that space, it would be more like home than the fucking oxygen you're breathing now, really. I really would feel that you would sense just this fucking something that's so, to me it was like a knowledge before knowledge, yeah? It's just something that I knew beyond knowing. As soon as it, something got it through and triggered it, like they say in recovery, the innermost, something, and it's not here. This is the outermost. <laughs> this is not the innermost. Even though you think you go in your head, the head is out, yeah? <laughs> There's no in here. <laughs> so... But this, it was just, um, I mean, what an incredible answer that after years of observing its effects, you come to the conclusion that it's the last answer. And the last answer takes any need for any other answer away. That's a damn good answer. I hadn't run into any of them in my life. You know? I've entertained this idea, I don't know how long, and there's never been a new one. There's never a radical, extreme version, or, you know, connecting it with a safari, or somehow, you know, hybriding it with something else. No, it's just stand on its own. There's no bulletin, you know, what's new in non-duality 2019. There's nothing new. It's the same, same invitation not to. Really. If you find that to be interesting, let that interest take you where it will. I'm sure it's going to take you places. Maybe you'll hear it in a certain way. The ahas will occur, and the aha will have a little more attraction. It won't only just come up and then be overwhelmed by time and this, but it may find traction, yeah? And you'll start traveling lighter, and you'll start traveling lighter, and you'll traveling lighter, and you won't even be interested in noticing you traveling lighter. And then you'll have a long period of time, and after that, you'll come up to the conclusion, what more do you want is this? Yeah, it's just traveling lighter. I can't get out of anything, I know that. You can't get out of this place, you can't can't transcend an imaginary place. If you're the dreaming, you can't escape the dream. 
<laughs> if you think you've escaped it and the dream is still continuing, you're still you're still here because you're the dreaming. You're the bigger. You're the big hancho or hanchette, whatever. You're it. Yeah. So. <laughs> As these little inclinations verify themselves. If it's your time, you know, if it's not, it's going to be your time. There's no rush. Yeah. But just don't, don't, don't stop it with a period or an end of a paragraph or a but, you know, and then pledge allegiance to this place like everyone I see comes here. Gives me, oh, it's so beautiful, this light of this meaning, but. Next week I'll be, you know, immediately pledging allegiance to the fucking system. No, just stay, just see what happens. Let it take its own effect. Maybe you'll be led to another meeting, who knows? You'll hear this and, uh, you know, you'll have that little dog move where something will a new logic will get in there and you'll, maybe there'll be a, like a weird correction. When the correction's made, there was no need for the correction. That's how imaginary it is, really. When the correction is made, you see there was no need for a correction because you can't correct an imaginary problem. See, that's the beauty. The correction tells you that, so then there's no correction. <laughs> so, any questions? No. We're going to go eat, I think. Some of us, some people aren't invited. They know who they are. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> so, and you, you know questions? You get the drift, eh? Yeah, yeah. And the AA, of course, you've got the, the important point, the whole idea of the idea of self, you know? Yeah. It's, Self-will, self-seeking, selfish. I mean, self is in all the seeming activities of the disease, but what's allowing it to be in all those activities? Identification as. How can something... It said, I was just saying with the sentence, we used it all the time because it was a pivotal point in me with this message, in, in the framing of recovery. Page 67, I think, or 64, says, being convinced was a present tense state, yeah? So I am convinced I'm not managerial quality. Like right now, ever since that downloaded, I've never not been convinced. Just right now, I'm being convinced of what? That self manifested in various ways, has defeated us. Well, all right, so there's something called self, that that word represents something, let's say. And that what's being represented has manifested in my life and has defeated me by its manifestations, yeah? So I never see the self, but I get defeated by its manifestation because I'm the self in a way. I'm the, I'm the one that's breathing fire in the dragon that breathes fire on me, so to speak, yeah? So being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's it, being convinced. Are you done, really? 
we will now look at its, not yours, its, self, common manifestations. Okay, the next paragraph, resentment. So follow the logic, resentment is a manifestation of self in one's life. So then when we're doing an inventory on resentment, why do we call them ours? Yeah, I just don't see, how's, how's it going to go if the first move is fundamentally off? <laughs> really, I mean, are you going to be a wrangler of resentments? Are you going to be on a managed fear? Fucking right, yes, maybe, but it'll occupy you all fucking day, the managing of it. If it doesn't have you by its effects, it's going to have you by managing it, really. I swear to God. This is about freedom from the bondage of self. It's not about containment. That's in the beginning when the shit's flying. Yeah, but it, we're supposed to outgrow something like a kid outgrows its clothes. Yeah, we're supposed to outgrow this, the the fear and all this stuff because it's a system we can outgrow. We can move from it. Yeah, because we're not it. Yeah, we can leave that system and not and go and move. We outgrow it. How do we outgrow it? Well, perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite rather than our finite selves. Now, trusting something, something infinite has no, no medium, no way to trust it. There's no thought system. There's just a trusting of the infinite. The trusting of self is the system, the thought system. You want to know the activity. You just don't want to say, oh, yes, I've got to perhaps do a better way not trusting self. You've got to be specific. What is the act of trusting self? It's believing and having faith in the false evidence that's appearing real. That's it. You better get to the exact nature of the wrongs. You can't be wishy-washy. Oh, yes, I've been trusting self. Exactly how does that look? Maybe say it. See it. Then you'll realize the problem resides in the mind, which it also says in our book. Where is it? Is it in the tissue? No, it's in what we call the mind, the thought system. So the thought system is conveying the information of, from this idea of self that is used by its manifestations of its effects that defeats us. We don't see what defeats us. It, the, the defeat happens through us. Yeah. And it's truly by us. Being identified as that, we give fuel to its manifestations. They have the power now to affect us. They defeat us. And then when we go back to the scene of the crime and we look at its manifestations, we call them ours. The fucking crime is, is, is continuing. You think it's fucking over, and it's not. The investigation of the crime is part of the fucking crime. <laughs> now you're, oh, there's... My manifestation, my, my, I mean, it continues on and on and on. Is it on now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you see it though? A simple little my changes everything. Resentment, yeah, resentments. They happen a lot of times when you're driving, especially when you think you have to go somewhere. And what's causing that wanting to go somewhere is time. Why not see the real causes of shit? Why not? I mean, you're here. Do we have anything better to do? I'd like to figure out what's happening. It'd be pretty interesting to find out, considering it seems to have a lot of effect on me. Let's check it out. 
And then you'll say, oh, wait a minute, all roads, all roads lead to me. What? Oh, yeah. That's why you're in so much fires. You're the fire starter, you motherfucker. What? <laughs> yeah, you're giving all the meaning it has. It's your identification that allows the manifestations of this fucking foreign idea to defeat you in this life. What? Yeah. What, happened? what do you do then? I don't know. Surrender. You've had it before. You now know. Surrender by the evidence. The, the appropriate response is not moving at all. Let fucking things get reconfigured. Hey, this ain't going anywhere. Yeah. For me to go another way, first I gotta stop going this way. I can't stop going this way. So I'm just gonna fucking tell the truth and see if something can stop me. Yeah, and then, and then you get redirected and then you move another way. And then someone who was a down and out fucking addict is now a recovered fucking circuit speaker in AA, which I'm not, but <laughs> an elder of AA. Was there a person who was an addict and a person's that neither? What was directing, what was directing this directed me into deep addiction and what's directing it now is leading me into recovery. It's the same, it's the same dynamic, but it can manifest in different ways. Yes, so perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite rather than finite self. Let's go, let's, uh, and when the demonstrations of that system work, you better fucking honor them because the, the mental state is going to run a miracle over in an hour. It will forget a miracle in an hour and it will remember a presupposed resentment for 40 fucking years. It's not an objective observer, it's bias. You cannot take, you cannot let it be the surveyor of your fucking sobriety. No fucking way. Seriously, you will forget a miracle in a fucking half hour. You will, we will, not you personally, we will. Because it's not looking for that. It's not looking for miracles. It's looking to be fucking right. And sometimes it has such a belief that you're wrong, the only way you can be right about that is for you to be really fucking wrong. <laughs> Quite a lot. And you're in these little pretzels, and the pretzel can't get out of the pretzel. I mean, that's why we sought relief by any fucking means possible. Yeah. Now what would happen if you, you were based on relief? There would be no seeking for relief. You'd be free from the bondage of seeking for fucking relief all day. You'd be content and satisfied as your starting point. Yeah, the whole race would be run differently. The pursuit of happiness would be like a leisurely walk. You put, why would I want to run towards that? I'm feeling pretty chilled. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Yes, let's uh, 